Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Halacha Podcast. One of the most relevant questions about Shabbos is when and whether a particular item needs to be checked for Shabbos. This, as anyone experienced in handing over items to a Shabbos checker is aware of, depends on the particular garment as well as on many other factors. So what are the determining factors which determine if a garment needs to be checked? Also, assuming something does need to be checked for Shabbos, what happens if you don't have a chance to check it, or there's no one in town to check it right, right now? Is it ever permitted to wear a garment and need Shabbos checking before checking it? So, the answer to this question mainly depends on the Torah's approach to a doubt in general, and to what is called a mir hamatzai, or a common minority. Again, the basic principle which determines if something needs to be checked for Shabbos is the combined rules of a doubt in general and a mir hamatzai or a common minority. So, what are these principles? Basically, if you have yourself a doubt about whether something is permitted by the Torah or not, you have to be strict and assume it's prohibited. At the same time, the Torah gives credence to a majority, meaning that if with your particular doubt there is a majority of times that the same kind of situation is permitted, you are allowed to assume that your situation follows the majority and it is also permitted. However, even where there is a majority pointing in the direction of something being permitted, if there is a mir hamatzai or a common minority of cases where the situation is prohibited, then the rabbis Chazal stepped in and required you to do what you can to ascertain whether the matter at hand is really permitted or not. So again, when in doubt about a Torah prohibition, we need to be stringent. When there is a row of a majority pointing to it being permitted, it will be permitted on a Torah level. However, if there is a common minority of times where the matter at hand is prohibited, Chazal require you to do your due diligence to make sure that it is really permitted. One idea why Chazal required investigating whether a doubt with the majority permitting it is indeed permitted is because even though the Torah allows us to assume a particular situation follows the majority, if we find out after the fact that our particular case was prohibited, it can be difficult to fix the situation after the fact. We might have used the prohibited item and caused a lot of other things to become prohibited in a way that will be hard to fix, and therefore Chazal required the person to do their best to avoid such a situation, situation from happening in the first place. So, back to Shabbos. Let's say you have a wool suit. If that kind of suit normally has Shabbos, meaning at least 50% of the time, we would have to assume on a, on a Torah level that it has Shabbos, and you would definitely need to check it before using it. Let's say you have a different suit, and that kind of suit does not normally contain Shabbos, meaning less than 50% of the time. On a Torah level, you would, you would be allowed to follow the majority and assume that the suit does not have Shabbos. However, if it is not uncommon for such a suit to have shanis, you would still have a rabbinic obligation to check and make sure it does not have shanis. However, if that kind of suit rarely has shanis, meaning that there is no mir amatsu, a common minority of cases where such a kind of suit has shanis, you would not need to check for, if for shanis at all. Now, here's where it gets complicated. What exactly doesn't mean that there is a common minority? What determines whether finding shatnas in any particular case is considered common or not? 40% of the time? 20% of the time? 1%? Let's 
what's the threshold between something being a common minority or not common at all. Basically, there are three opinions to what constitutes a mira matzi. The Rivash holds that a mira matzi needs to be close to 50% to require checking the situation out to make sure that it's permitted. The Mishkanis Yaakov says that mira matzi means 10% of the time. And if Shmuel Wozner held that Mila Matzi is not dependent on percentages. Rather, if in a certain majority there will always be cases where there's a minority of prohibited cases, then that minority is considered a Mila Matzi because it is always present together with the majority. So again, the three main opinions of Mila Matzi are 1. Close to 50%, 2. 10%, 3. Any percentage of prohibited cases if those cases always accompany the majority of the permitted cases. And this is the basic tape measure to whether something needs to be checked for shanas. Most poskim do not follow the opinion of the Rivash, and a shanas laboratory that goes with the Mishkanis Yaakov's ruling of Amir Amatsu being 10% will be more lenient versus a shanas laboratory following Ravazna's ruling, which will be more strict. Obviously, you also have to know the facts on the ground to be able to apply these principles, meaning that even if in the big picture of things, suits in general don't have even a common minority of shanas, a particular brand of suits might always have shanas and will be problematic. Also, a brand that until now never had shanas might change their production production, and a year later have a common minority of shanas cases which you would require to be checked. So it's always best to find that the facts from a shanas checker who will generally know the current situation of how common shanas is with one particular item or brand. Also, even though, strictly speaking, there is no obligation to check for shanas when there is no male matzoi, common minority, there are poskim who still recommend checking for shanas as long as there is at least a 1% chance that a particular item has shanas. Now, what about if there is no one to check for shanas, or let's say, you just bought a suit right before Yom Tev or right before a wedding, and you don't have enough time to have it checked before Yom Tev or before the wedding. Is there any room for leniency to wear the suit without checking it? The basic answer is that there are many lenient factors that can play a role in this case, and one particular reason to be lenient is that the implication of the Rishonim, who discuss checking to make sure a Mira Matzai case is indeed permitted, is that you need to only do your best to make sure that the item or the case is really permitted, but once you have done your best, or if it's impossible to check, then we would rely on the majority, even on a rabbinic level, even though there's a mila matzli common minority. Therefore, if someone does end up in a situation where it's difficult to check for shanis, or where they don't have time to check for shanis, they should ask a rabbi what to do, because it is very possible that, the, that you will be allowed to wear the suit or the other item without checking it for shanas. However, this leniency will only help temporarily until you do get a chance to check for shanas. Also, this leniency will only help with an item where there is a majority of non-shanas and the whole requirement to check is because of Yemiya Matzoi, in which case when it's not possible you would not need to check for the Yemiya Matzoi. But if you have something which some expensive suit lines have this case that they normally have shanas more than 50% of the time, then you would have to make sure to check it and you would not be allowed to wear it, even temporarily, 
even where it's difficult to check it, where you don't have time. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.